Hey, Christine. Hey, Selena. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Would you, would you do this since I last saw you? It's oh, been, it's, it's I guess been, it's been since last Thursday. We hardly see each other outside of recording. Anymore. I know it is kind of crazy. It's a bummer. We actually. did just talk about that though. Like we, did. we need to plan something. We're but trying actually to fix it. we did plan something. Uh, huh? Oh, that's true. Yes. That's true. So we, we did. We had something I going forgot. on. I actually need to put that on the calendar. For real? Well, I think I was waiting for like an actual confirmation from you. Okay. Which you is got it. foolish. I should know better. Here it is right now. Living your freaking life on October 14th. Okay. Cool. Anyway, um, I think I said, I shared last week that I was really excited about this past weekend because my sister came into town, Stephanie and Chris and baby bear. Aww. And um, yeah, we had, we had a great time. Um, you know, it's always interesting when families all together. Oh, I know. Right. I was actually thinking about that uh-huh. because of the holidays coming up and how we're, we're going to have to do a slew of episodes. I know. Right. On how to deck the halls and not your family. It's a whole yes. series. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. But it was really good to, um, be together actually on Sunday. It was like, everybody came to my mom's. Um, Jason even drove like worked all day and then drove all the way, st- sat in traffic for almost three hours oh, to get gosh, there. Really? Yeah. But my, and my mom was so happy that Aww. we were all together. Yes. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It was really, it was really, really nice. So yeah, that's, that was my, I just got to hang out with my little sis and um, sisters. Cause actually Carrie was there as well. And yeah. It was lovely. And then there were moments where it was a little crazy, but it was great to Aww, be together because that's what happens when people get together. Totally. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, like every time. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was good. Oh, okay. I will tell you this, another highlight of my life. So I think I said this, Jim and I just finished another round of Ted Lasso. Yes. So happy. I just love when my husband looks at me and says, this is the best show on television in the history of television, right? It's like so cool. But then last night we watched the last episode and we were kind of like, oh, like when is it coming out? Do you yeah, know when the I next don't. series? Do you? No. I don't think they've released oh, a date. Yeah. I, for some reason, November is in my head. No, no. Because he, they just won a whole bunch of Emmys because yeah. I watched the Emmys the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, he said something to the effect of, see you sometime that's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but then, so then I was like, so sad. I was like, I was so sad because, um, I, yeah, it was like, okay, now what are we going to watch? Yeah. What do I do with <laughs> my life now? Yeah. But he surprised me and he recorded the first two episodes of the voice. Oh, that's right. You <gasps> love the voice. Oh my, I am not even kidding you yeah, when I you tell you, it. like it brings me almost as much joy as Ted Lasso. Really? I can't explain it. Well, yes, I actually can, because I just love the, inc- I love coaching, right? Like I'm a coach at heart. And so I yeah. love and mentorship like so I just love the encouragement and just bringing out and helping to develop people in the yeah. craft that they love so much and so it makes me giddy so we stayed up until 1 30 in the morning oh my word watching the first two episodes of the new season of the voice and oh my goodness oh and it, it, but it happens like so, like I meant when it gets to the end I'm just like <laughs> yeah now I have to wait until next yeah we were watching the second episode last night because we had recorded it and 
so I'm not watching it through the lens of a coach. I'm watching it through the lens of a former vocalist. I was going to say you're and the so, critical lens. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very different. Yeah. And my daughter's had years of vocal training too. And so we're both sitting there last night watching it. And like some person, I think it was a woman gets out like three notes and we're like, she sucks. Like, <laughs> just terrible I do that too she didn't get any gotta be honest she didn't get any chair turns she is more critical than me because like and sometimes it truly is just well I should say this for me sometimes it's just taste oh yeah it's It's preference like preference yeah Yeah. and so there there was a guy I'm trying to remember his name right now and he just it was a beautiful beautiful song but it was like I think it was like indie or alternative something and Jim was like yeah no this is yeah, right no, no. And he got through and so Get I'm excited to see what he does next. Yeah. But yeah, I have not watched anybody on the voice yet this season. Now I didn't finish the second episode mm. that I'm like super excited about. Okay. Finish the second episode. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Cause okay. well, okay. But seriously, like right now I feel, I'm like, so I'm like a kid because I feel like TV is good again mm. right now. Really? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I think, well, first of all, great British baking show is back on Netflix, a whole new season on Netflix. So they've had other seasons over there in England that we don't get to see here Hmm. because Netflix doesn't have all their seasons. So like, yeah, there's been like two or three seasons that we have not got to see. I freaking love it. I don't love it as much as you, but I I do really like it. I want to go swimming in the deep blue pools that are Paul Hollywood's eyes. Have you seen (laughs) how very blue they are? They are like... They are dreamy. You are crazy. Uh, listen, have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, you, you must not. Because they're so. literally like the color of my pool. Wow. Truly. That's my sister Stephanie's eyes. Look yeah. Like yeah, they are. So it, it's just, yeah. Okay. It's kind of amazing. What else? But anyway, I love Great British Baking Shows. So that made me really happy. The other thing is the new season of Handmaid's Tale came out I last can't. week. can't. Nope. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Okay. We watched all of Handmaid's Tale over COVID, watched the new season last fall. Uh And like the first two seasons were like, holy crap. Yeah. What is. uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It it is intense. There's no question about it. Intense. A lot of it was hard to watch, but also like incredibly intriguing Mm. and terrifying at the same Uh, time. I was going to say. As you see like. You reality know, modern world <laughs> events unfold in real life and then you go oh shoot I yeah. can see how yeah they could get there yeah um and then the second season was like just as riveting mm-hmm. and then the new season that came out last fall the main character June got significantly less likable <laughs> so, ah. I mean she's still the heroine of it but it's like oh honey mm-hmm. you you good like <laughs> you okay wow and now this season has started off quite dark, but, but also a little satisfying too. So, wow. yeah. So I'm kind of like, I'm happy about that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. I know. I know. I can't do it. It's, it's I a whole thing. It. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. There's some stuff coming out and I'm ready for Hocus Pocus too. That oh, is next weekend. Okay. Next weekend. So I'm sure we'll be celebrating that somehow. I think I saw there's a new Julia Roberts movie coming out. Did you see it? I think it's already out is it out in theaters oh. with her and george clooney i didn't know that it was out is it 
you know, I, you know, I'm always behind, but I still, I, I love so. Julia Roberts and yeah. I really liked your George Clooney. So yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm probably going to go see that. Yeah. I don't know. Or I'll just wait till it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, yes. Update from last week. Yeah. You know, last week I had said I was feeling bad because I wanted to go like that night. I, <laughs> I didn't want to tell Frank what I wanted to do. Cause I was afraid he was going to oh, be like, yes. get out of my face. Yeah. Um, and I had said, well, it just involves ramen and furniture shopping. I don't see yes. what the problem is here. So update, we did in fact get ramen and we didn't, <laughs> we did in fact get new furniture. You did. We it's beautiful. Um, left that store with an order for a four piece sectional and it is, and a new chair because Frank has this janky ass chair <laughs> It's just the <laughs> ugliest thing you've yeah. ever seen. You know what he said? He said it reminded him of the the chair in Frasier. Remember the show Frasier? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the dad brings that really ugly chair recliner. Yes. Yeah. That's what Frank's chair was in our living yeah, room. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. It, it was, was so bad. So anyway, we got new furniture mm-hmm. and it was delivered awesome. this week. And I feel like I could get lost in it. Yes, you can. I curled up in the corner and here's the crazy thing. I walked in and I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Where did you get this? You said Raymore and Flanagan. I've been looking. I am, I am positive. It's that I've been looking at that. That is so funny. I'm just trying to figure out because it comes in like three different colors. So you can just get it in another color. No, I want that color. Okay. Well, Fine, go ahead. I don't but, care. But isn't that weird? Like we do have very yeah, similar that is taste. Odd. And, and, yeah, that is odd. Certain things, the but. funny part is though, it's turned into like a, if you give a mouse a cookie situation uh-huh. <laughs> because we got it and I'm like, oh, so this coffee table doesn't work. And yeah. he's like, well, are it you doesn't. freaking kidding me? I'm like, no, look, it doesn't work. Yeah. And I think he knows it. He just doesn't want to admit it. Right. And then I'm like, oh, these coffee tables, or these, end t- these end tables don't work now either. Right. Because they match the coffee table. And he was like, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. So, and you pretty much are. No, I'm not trying to kill him. Uh, I'm trying to make our living room look lovely. Yes. Cause you do spend a lot of time there. I do. So if you can do it, do it. Exactly. So the furniture shopping has not stopped as I, I have one end table. Another one is ordered and our new coffee table ottoman will be delivered on Monday. So yay! Yeah. New li- this is what room. happens when Frank says yes to me. Yeah. And give a mouse a cookie. So ramen. She's going to want, and you give ready. a girl, you give your wife some, some ramen. ramen. <laughs> She's going to want a couch to go with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's true. Yeah, it's funny. true. <laughs> that's funny. Love it. Well, I'm excited about what we're talking about today. I'm actually really excited about what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about today. And I, I, I wasn't sure like I would be, I knew I wanted to talk about this, but the more I kind of dig into it, the more I'm into it. Yeah. And so it's so right up my alley being a seven on the Enneagram. You are. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about romanticizing your life Mm -hmm. today, which to some may be like, Oh my gosh, kill me. So corny. Right. And listen to me. I'm an Enneagram in there. Yep. So if it's corny and kill me to anybody, it is to me. Yeah. But there is so much benefit in doing this. Yes. It's actually a mood booster. It's a serotonin booster. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it adds to a greater sense of life satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like scientifically, there are things that it does for us. And so I have found it fascinating. Now, what I thought would be important though, is to just kind of start with like, this is what we're not talking about. Mm. Okay. Yes. Romanticizing your life does not equal toxic positivity. Yep. I was just thinking that it does not. Romanticizing your life 
does not equal rose colored glasses, right. which to me is the equivalent of like not seeing reality for what it is. Right. And um, ignoring and stuffing and stuffing reality, yes. right? Yes. Like just like, okay, we're just going to pretend these emotions aren't here because life is again, both joy, a mix of both joy and Absolutely. sorrow crap happens. Yes. And that is that, that is the reality. That is just life. But, but this isn't, that is not what we're no. talking about here. Um, and I'm trying to think there was another one in my head that like, this is not, it's not lying to yourself. Yeah. That was the other thing. It's not lying to yourself. Yeah. Denial, living in it's denial. N- exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all. The idea I think of where it came from is this, we have this tendency to, well, there's a couple of ways we have this tendency to live from mountaintop to mountaintop to mountaintop experience. Mm-hmm. And the problem is we only get a couple of mountaintop experiences in our lifetime. In our whole life. Yeah. We just don't get a lot of them. Right. And life is lived in the valleys. Mm-hmm. And so how do we elevate the valleys so that where we live becomes the place where we find the most satisfaction and joy. And we don't spend our lives waiting for the next mountaintop. It's about living right now. Here's what, here's what's so hard in the world that we live in today, though. Social media makes it so that we are looking at everybody else. Oh yeah. It's their highlight reel. It's their mountaintops. Yep. And we're comparing, right? And and it doesn't look like if you look on social media, it doesn't like most people don't post about their valley. No, <laughs> right? Of course not. They're posting about their mountaintop. And that's what makes it so hard. It does. And I think we are really good at romanticizing other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And really bad at romanticizing our own. Mm -hmm. I was cracking up this week. Um, There is a woman that I follow. I've read one of her books, uh, Nora McInerney. I've read her book, uh, No Happy Endings. Mm. And she has another, oh, her podcast, I think is called like something like horrible. Thanks for asking. Mm. And she has gone through some stuff. Like her husband died, like all kinds of stuff. And um but she, she did a whole post this week and I don't know if it was a post or a reel or a story where she was like, welcome to my, what was it? My mediocre, my mediocre ass house and my mediocre ass wardrobe. Oh, it was hysterical. She's great. like, I didn't just get back from New York fashion week. Mm. So here, so here I am in my mediocre ass yoga pants like Mm. it was hysterical and she went through her house and showed all these different things and like the vacation she didn't take and oh that's funny it was so funny but that's almost like two different extremes oh my gosh totally so it's like oh there's everybody's highlight reel and their mountaintop experience and then there's like and comparing it to that like oh my life isn't like that then there's the like completely like my life sucks. Yeah, but you know what? She wasn't coming at it from my life. No, not sucks. necessarily her. I'm just saying people in general. Yes. Like that tends to be where like where we land. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. Like, oh my gosh, my life sucks. And this comparison of everybody else's life and their highlight reel and mountaintops. But we're talking about our perception today. Well, right? isn't it interesting? how we have this tendency to want to live from mountaintop to mountaintop. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing with what you just said. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an extreme. Yes. It's either my life is a fantasy or my life sucks. Yes. 
And life is not lived in the extremes. No. It's just not. And, and take a look around. Extremes are not serving us oh as a gosh, society. Right? They're just not. They're not. So how do we live in the mediocre middle? Yes. And elevate that. And accept that we do. Most of our lives are lived in the valley. I love when you said that. That, was, that is so, so true. And we need to embrace that, but also embrace the fact that our perception shapes our reality. Perception is everything. Yes. Perception is reality. Yeah. Your brain literally does not know the difference mm-hmm. between the reality of something and your thoughts about it. Yes. It does not know the difference. You you stop there. Cause I just think we need to pause. Yes. Say that one more time because that that is a scientific yes. fact. Yes, I'm not making this up. And you can't we can't take that lightly because when we when you understand the is it gravity, brevity, no gravity, gravity. of yeah. that statement, yes. then you can begin to go, oh, so how can I begin to change my perception right. of the valley? Yes. Go ahead, say Our it again. Brain does not know the difference between the reality of a situation. And our thoughts about it Mm. does not know the difference. That's why when in like circumstances, like, like trauma, Mm -hmm. right. That's why you can think about a past trauma and your body will respond because Mm. your brain doesn't know that it's not happening Happening again. again. Yeah. It does not know the difference. Mm -hmm. So how do we leverage knowing that? Yeah. For our best. Because that's good news. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. We can change our thought life. And we have the power to change our thought life. Changing our thought life changes our reality. We have control over that. Yeah. Narrative is everything. It really, really is. Everything. And we have control over our own life and personal narrative. And that's what we've been talking about for, for the past several weeks of like words to remove from our vocabulary yes. because words have the power of life and death. They do. And that means in our mind as well, the way that we think about things informs our reality. Can I read this quote? Yeah, I ahead. love this. I heard somebody say this, um, says you got to start romanticizing your life. You got to start believing that your morning commute is cute and fun, that every cup of coffee is the best you've ever had, that even the smallest and most mundane things are exciting and new. You have to, because that's when you start truly living. That's when you look forward to every day. Mm, I love that. I love that. And this is the difference. It makes me think about, you know, when you are recalling an event that happened, Right. And somebody's with you who was there and you, you know, you recall the event and they say, well, I don't remember going down that way. Yes. How Mm. can that be? Two people witness the same event Mm -hmm. and yet have two completely different takes Mm -hmm. on it. It's because of the narrative we have created in our minds about it. So crazy. My sister and I were just talking about this this week. Like as an example, my two younger sons, 15 months apart grew up in the same household, had most of the same exact experiences, yet their perception of their childhoods. Oh yeah. A childhood. Yeah. Childhoods were, are vastly different. Yes. Crazy. Yep. It's just the way our brains work. So again, knowing this, how can we use this for our best? So let's use it to romanticize our lives so that we are fully living and enjoying in 
in the day to day, in yeah. the mundane. Life is in the mundane. Mm-hmm. How do we make the mundane special? Well, listen to this. I found another quote by one of my favorite. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I don't even know, honestly. It's Oscar Wilde. Who's Oscar Wilde? Is he an actor? No. Who's Oscar an Wilde? Author. An author. Okay, whatever. Don't ask me more. I just remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a ton, but I re- I just know that I've read several quotes from him, many, many quotes from him over the years. I'm like, oh, I love his stuff. And so anyway, listen to this quote by Oscar Wilde. He said, to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. Mm. That is all. Right. So how that's what we're talking about that's today, leveling right? up your existence. Yes. Are yes. you, here's a question for everybody listening right now. And for us, yeah. Are you existing or are you truly living? Yeah. And today we want to talk about, and we're going to talk about how you romanticize your life so that how you can romanticize your life you can choose that yep. starting today yep. so that you can start truly living and not just existing. Yes. Oh, oh it's so good. It is. It's so good. And I got to tell you, like I was reflecting last night in my one class about like big pivotal um, changes or moments in my life. And one of those moments that came up for me was the process of learning all these things Mm -hmm. of positive Mm -hmm. psychology and going through that training and how it has completely changed my life. It is things like this, things like mindset, um, narrative, um, gratitude, gratitude is exactly what Savoring. I was going to say. All of it mm-hmm. has 100% changed my life. Yeah. I am not existing, right? I have been living mm-hmm. since knowing all of this information and it, and it sounds extreme and it sounds maybe like I'm full of crap, but I swear to you, yeah. it's true. It, it is all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So how do we do this? How do we romanticize our life? Well, I think it starts by recognizing, becoming aware, right? Yeah. And, and asking the question, am I living or am I just existing? Yeah. And then recognizing that the valley is where we spend most of our time. Most of our lives are spent in the valley. And so then it's finding the small things. Yes. Um, to just think about differently and maybe celebrate differently. I don't know. I heard um, Jay Shetty on the Calm app this past week on Tuesday, which was what the 20th. Yeah. The 20th, um, his daily, the daily J on, on the, combat. I love him. So, so good. And he talks about the university of, do you remember? I shared it with I don't you. Think I, university no, I don't of Wisconsin, remember. Madison. That's okay. what it was. Did this study, um, where they were trying to figure out like how to teach children mindfulness. Right. And so they, um, they basically did a five week photography class with them, Mm -hmm. but they didn't give them a camera initially. They just taught them how to look at life through the lens of a photographer, Mm. how to capture the moments. And one of the things that's, and and it just talked about like how that radically transformed this fifth grade class and how he wished he had had that same class because eventually then they gave everybody a camera to take pictures of and print them and put them on a board or scrapbook or something like that. But to me, the thing that stood out was it, like, what if we all trained our brains, trained our eyes, our mind's eye yeah, to yeah. see, to truly see the things and not just walk past them and wait to get to the mountaintop, but to yeah. like savor every 
moment. And I love what he said, because if you don't see it, you can't savor it. True story. So I'm sitting out back the other day. I think this is an example. I'm sitting out back on my patio the other day and thinking, man, I would just like, there's a nice little breeze, right? Going Mm -hmm. and it was, it was warm. And I was like, oh, you know, I love the sound of the ocean. I was thinking about how, like, I really wish I lived Mm -hmm. near the ocean. And, but then I thought to myself, hold on, Christine, what do you hear right now? Mm -hmm. You see the wind blowing in the trees and that's beautiful. You feel the wind blowing on your face, just like at the beach. Mm -hmm. And I could hear the birds chirping and I could hear the crickets and I could hear the squirrels talking. And it was so peaceful and so wonderful in that moment. To me, that's romanticizing your life. Mm, Yes. Well, it's mindfulness, really, at the end of the day. It's mindfulness. It's being present in the moment to what is around you Mm -hmm. and fully seeing and appreciating the beauty in it. I had a moment this morning. I got up and climbed on my massive couch, which has (laughs) my now massive couch, which has a chaise lounge at the one end of it. And that's where I go to drink my coffee in the morning. And I have my, my cozy little fall blanket and both my little dogs climbed Mm -hmm. up on me. Now I would love to say they were on my lap. They maybe a little, but most like they were (laughs) on my torso, both of them, Uh both curled up, both just snuggled in sleeping. Hmm. And I'm sitting there with my coffee and these little dogs and it's raining outside. It's really easy to romanticize when it's raining outside. It's so true. What is that? Anyway. Um, and I just, I took a picture of it Hmm. and I just thought, Oh my goodness, I am literally surrounded by softness. Right. I'm yeah. surrounded by softness, by comfort. Wow. How amazing. Yeah. Whereas other days I could be like, get off of me. My word, mm. you freaking dogs. Like, yeah. could you just give me a hot minute? Right. Yeah. And it wasn't that this morning. Mm. It was, oh my goodness. I am surrounded by warmth and softness. Mm-hmm. And how lucky am I? Mm-hmm. How lucky am I? And so it's just changing the narrative. Yeah. I have, I, you just made me think of a funny thing that happened this past weekend. What? So I think it was Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, uh, my sister and uh, her husband, Chris and baby bear, we went for a ride and, um, on the way back, we went to pick up an ice cream cake. Cause it was Jimmy's girlfriend, Kate's birthday. And, um, I said, you know what, let's take the cake back to the house, put bear down for a nap. You guys go out for a couple of hours. And so, um, they did. And bear wakes up from his nap and they're still not home. And so I'm like, uh, I got this. No problem. <laughs> I got it. So I go and I get him and he was really fussy. Like, I think he was just out of sorts because he wasn't yeah, home and there's so many people and it was too much stimulation and he was just crying a lot. And so anyway, I walk into the room to pick him up and he's just like, no, don't touch me kind of thing. <laughs> so I pick him up and I, I was like, okay, it's totally fine. We're going to walk outside. I don't even think about changing his diaper at that point. Cause he is screaming his head off. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm just going to walk outside, look at the trees, look at whatever. Right. And he starts to calm down. Everything is great. And now I'm like, okay. And I, I set him down and I notice after a couple of minutes of like, I was like, Ooh, what is that? Like, there's like something on the inside of his leg. Oh no. So no, don't say it. Baby bear had a blowout. Don't say it. 
up the front, up Ugh. the back, right? These are things I do not miss. I am just like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? Like, I yeah. just forget, like, where do I even start with this? So anyway, get inside. I get, I, I'm like, I'm just going to stick him in the tub, take off his clothes. Oh, I see? give him a bath. Mm, the I poop can't. is everywhere. It's on his clothes. It's everywhere. I get him all clean. I'm like, okay. And I grab a towel. My mom hands me a towel. It took two of us. And I like wrap, I'm starting to wrap him up in this towel. And I, I'm, I'm like, really scared where this is going. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so weird. He, I just cleaned him from head to toe, like washed his hair, everything, hands, feet, all of him. And I still smell poop. <laughs> I check my shirt from where I was holding him on my hip earlier. I can't, it's not there. Well, now I'm like searching my whole body and I'm like, pull my shirt. It's like up my, the like almost under my armpit. How that happened. I have no idea, but I'm like, yeah, so gross. And in that moment though, I was like, <laughs> I was going to say, do you, can you imagine how hard I'd be gagging? Yes. Oh my word. I was gagging. And then I just started to say to myself, I take the shirt off. My mom's like, I'll get you another shirt. It's all good. But I start honestly started to say to myself, cause I'm a seven and seven spin. You spin everything. everything. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Signs of life. Like I am so, even though this sucks and I literally, it, it, I know it's crappy. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you know, but like I'm, I get this time with my nephew who lives in Florida, who I hardly ever see other than FaceTime. Right. Yeah. And like, so what I got craft on, <laughs> this is like a moment that like, I won't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I get to be with him yeah, and um, yeah. I get to love him and I get to give him a bath and I get to those words right there. I think are so, oh, powerful so key in, when we talk about romanticizing our lives, right? So many times we think about things, our perspective, our thought, like, is, is this like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to get up in the morning. I have to go to work. I have to right? But then like, what if we change that to, I get to, yeah. Yeah. I get to wake up today. I get to put my feet on the floor. I get to be alive. I get to breathe. I get to, right? Like, yeah, I get, I, yes, I, I agree with you. And I know we've talked about that numerous times before. Mm-hmm. I think that if that is easier some days than others, absolutely. No question. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's not like, I'm, I'm not going to roll out of bed going, yay, I get to get up right now. Yeah. Like I'm not feeling that, but, but I can find something else. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, this coffee's really good this morning. Like, yeah. You know, like I can find Fine. something, but else. that's, that's the secret right there. It's totally, you've got to look for it. You've got to look to for be it. intentional about this, it. This doesn't happen by accident. No. Well, and here, here's what happens in your brains. So you know how when you're car shopping, mm-hmm. right? So I just got a, a it, what color? Dark moss, Telluride. So I, I had, had to wait for it. It was a couple of weeks before it was going to come in. And so I knew I was getting this dark moss Telluride. It was a new color, new to this year. So there weren't a whole lot of them out there. But all of a sudden, I am seeing dark moss Tellurides mm-hmm. everywhere. Yep. Right. So you do that when you're looking for a new car. Yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden, like everybody's driving that car yeah. that you're looking for. And what's happening there is you have focused on something. Yep. You have focused on this is what I'm getting. And it's in it's in your the forefront of your mind. And then what happens is your brain says, oh, 
So this is doing like happy things to her. Mm. Let's reinforce it. Mm -hmm. And that's why now you're seeing that car everywhere because your brain is bringing it to your attention. And there's actually like a whole process that is, is happening that brings things from the back of your attention to the front of your attention Mm -hmm. for specific reasons. And I won't get into that, but it's actually a chemical process that happens in your brain. And it's amazing. You start seeing it everywhere. Your brain starts to confirm this thing. And that is exactly what happens Mm -hmm. when we start to notice what is good and what is beautiful in our lives. Mm -hmm. It may be difficult at first, Mm -hmm. but once we start that process, your brain is going to take over and want to confirm it over and over and over throughout your day. And it gets easier as you go. It's so so amazing how our brains work like that. Yeah. It's so amazing. It's an incredible way to live. And it gives, it brings such hope, right? Because when you said that earlier about like every day, you don't want to get out. I'm just going to be completely honest with my autoimmune stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on, you know, still doing this autoimmune protocol diet. I'm changing some medication things and supplements and things like that. But honestly, it's hard to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. I am in a lot of pain and like, it's so weird now. I don't know what's happening, but it feels like my muscles and my bones and my joints Mm. just, it hurts. It it almost feels like having the flu, Mm. right? Like just every day having the flu. Um, but then I, I just, I don't know, like, this is kind of crazy. And maybe this is, I don't know, maybe I, I'll just tell you what I've been doing. Like I, I get out of bed slowly because it hurts, mm-hmm. right? My, the bottoms of my feet hurt so bad, mm-hmm. but I get out of bed and I say to myself, okay, we're going to dance. We're going to move right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're just, and I will like literally as slowly and as, I don't know, like I just, I start to do goofy things and I look in the mirror and I smile mm. and I just like, start, like, I'm going to choose, like I'm up. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah. And yes, it hurts. But, and so I get in the shower and I warm water and I try to just loosen up and I move my body around and, but it's that, like, I get to be alive today. Yeah. And that really does change everything and because it is the reality gift. is it does suck. Pain, pain sucks. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, you know, have shared with us listening to this podcast that struggle with their own type of whether it's autoimmune or right. Like so many different things you with your back and pain that you're in and, um, like that's hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard, but it's harder when your thought, when your thoughts are, you know, despair, when you don't, yeah. Because again, your brain's going to do the same thing. Yes. It's It's going to kick in and it's going to confirm it. And we already are wired with a negativity bias. Yes. We're already wired with a negativity bias. And so this is really, you know, going above and beyond to train our brains to do something different, but it's possible. It is. It's so possible and it does make your life better. And I think it's so important what you said, because that is the difference Mm -hmm. between toxic positivity and romanticizing your life. You are not saying I'm not in pain. You are not saying you're you're not spinning the pain. That's right. You are spinning and having a positive outlook on what you are choosing to do 
despite or within your circumstance. Yeah. And it's the small things, right? Like every day, looking in the mirror and smiling or making goofy faces or like doing whatever it takes or singing out loud or just moving your body in a crazy way or doing something like that. Like those are the little things, but those are the things that make the biggest difference. Going for some people going to the store and buying a brand new couch for their living room is a big thing. Yes. And it's not within reach, right? Let's right. just be, let's right. be oh, real. Totally. But you know what you can do? You can move some furniture around. Yes. You can change up, take some decorations from one room and put, this is what I do. Like, okay, I've got, I've had this thing, this picture or this whatever wreath or whatever hanging in this room for all this time. I'm going to move it and I'm going to put it above my fireplace or I'm going to whatever. And just like moving stuff around to just yes. freshen things up. Yes. You can do those you things. You can totally do those things. And then it you, is doable. You're, it doesn't take big things. No. And that's actually the key. The big things are the mountain It top. should not be big things. Right. It should be the everyday small things. Right. Like every, and we have done this for years. We have the most comfortable bed on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've talked about this on you here before. You have, yep. But mm-hmm. we have like our memory foam adjustable bed. Now, we've had it for so long now. <laughs> 10 years or more probably. And we should probably replace the mattresses because that's probably starting to get gross. But Frank, every, oh my <laughs> gosh, no, don't even. Cha-ching. He's going to be like, you're not allowed to talk anymore. And mattresses. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's, let's, that was a supplemental let's not message. break him. I'm let's just it. start slow. I'm planting seeds. Oh my word. Stop it. Ramen and but mattresses. We get into bed at night. And I swear to you, every night I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is like the best bed ever. <laughs> And it might not be mm-hmm. the best bed ever, but it is to me tonight. Yeah. Right. You know, like, oh, bed feels amazing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, it's just those little things mm-hmm. that, that just make life worth living. Yeah. It's a certain candle. Yes. That like the smell. smell of that candle just makes you happy or an essential oil, essential oil in a diffuser. Yes. It's washing your comforter. Maybe you haven't washed your comforter in a while. Take it to the laundry. If it's heavy and it's like hard, like take it to the laundromat and, and wash it and use this, a detergent that is hopefully clean, but smells really good. Yeah. And, um, when I say clean, like not not full of chemicals, (laughs) Yeah, probably sounded weird. Use a detergent that's clean. Um, but you know what I mean? Like now it's, you, maybe you can't go get a new mattress. Right. Or you can't, but you, but you can you wash can't your get a sheets. new comforter, but you can wash. And is there anything better can, than right? getting into a bed with fresh sheets? It's there is it's not beautiful. There are things that we can do. It's making your favorite cup of coffee. Maybe you can go to the bagel bar cafe in Kutztown and get one of the, get the, oh my goodness. There's some amazing drink specials right now. Yeah. And if you use the Joe app, and you use the code September, you get 25% off. I'm just saying. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. This episode is sponsored by the Bagel Bar Cafe in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. No, but um, but seriously, like yeah. go to your favorite coffee shop and do, you don't have to buy a full-blown meal, but go treat yourself and sit down and sit, go outside. But then pay attention it. to it. Yes. Exactly. Don't yep. just let it slip by. Don't just drink it, right? Like savor right. it, taste it, put the like, put notice where no I love this stuff when I eat something or when I drink something like let it hit fully hit every part of your tongue and your taste buds and notice the different flavors or the different notes in it Mm. like be mindful of that what's in this if you eat a new like sometimes I'll get a salad and the dressing and I think to myself oh what's in this dressing I taste chives I taste lemon I taste whatever like 
that's romanticizing your life because you're like, oh my gosh, I get to eat. This is the best salad dressing I've had in my entire life. Like, you know, you've, you've heard me say things like about food, like it'll change your life. It'll change your life. And it'll change your life. You have like a hundred foods that'll change your life. A hundred thousand. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, different way to live. Even, um, our quick interactions with people Mm. while we're out Hmm. looking at that. Like, it's so funny. Sometimes when my kids were little, they would watch Sesame street Mm -hmm. and you know, you see this neighborhood of people and they all know each other. Mm. They know the grocer, they know the the mailman, they know, you know, and it just, and the person who fixes shoes, was there a shoe guy on Sesame street? I think so. Mm -hmm. Am I making that up? Are they called a peddler? A peddler? It's a shoe fixer. Cobbler? Cobbler? Do they cobble? Maybe that's <laughs> it. I don't think they pedal. Rewind. I, I don't know. Go we ahead. should really look a into editing. Fixer. Anyway, a shoe guy. No, that's they have a shoe guy. This is fine. This is fine. Um, but I always remember watching that and thinking, gosh, it must be nice to live in a neighborhood where like, you know, all these people, you know, and it, the reality mm-hmm. is it's just not happening for most of us. But that doesn't mean we can't interact with the people yeah. that we encounter on the regular. Yeah. I was at my um, chiropractor this morning and just the, the two women that work the desk there, just like brief interactions, super brief, but joking around mm-hmm. and, and just like these, you know, one minute, 30 second interactions with people. They're vital to yeah. our well-being. You can you can look back at that and go, no, I did make connections today. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, and, and that's a way of romanticizing things. Interact with the world around you. Put your phone down. Oh, please put it like, down. Unplug from social media and be present where you are right Unplug. now. See people. Stop romanticizing everyone else's life. Yeah. And unplug so that you can romanticize yours. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's so good. So today, as we're recording, it's the first day of fall. Did you know this? Oh, wow. Do you see I'm wearing leaves on my shirt? Are those leaves or is that a flower? That's a flower. Shut up, Selena. Get out of here. That's a flower. Well, they're fall flowers then. Sure. Okay. Whatever. They're fall colors. Mostly. Yes. But Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was the first day of fall. It is. Today is actually the first day of fall. Mm. So one other thing that I always think of when it comes to romanticizing your life is celebrating small things. Yes. Anything you want, celebrate it. And so Mm. I had decided earlier in the week, first day of fall, I am making a pumpkin chili tonight. Brie McCoy has the most amazing pumpkin chili recipe. It's oh. actually like really good. Mm. And I know like the first time I heard pumpkin chili, I'm like, yeah, you're out of your damn mind. Thank you. Really? It's not sweet. Mm. It's not. It is actually really you good. You didn't say pumpkin pie chili. Uh, no. You said pumpkin No, chili. but I also know what like happened in my brain the first time oh. I heard pumpkin chili. And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, nah, I'm good. You're thinking pumpkin spice latte I promise again. you. Yeah, well, I'm always thinking pumpkin <laughs> Here, by the way, for the record, because mm-hmm. I get messages from lots of people now about pumpkin spice, <laughs> pumpkin spice, anything, uh, pumpkin spice lattes as a result of our conversations on I this know. podcast, which by the way, don't stop. I love it. Yeah. But the fact is I actually can't even have pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks because the syrup, the pumpkin spice syrup itself mm-hmm. has dairy in it and it, what? my stomach hates it oh that's so interesting yeah so even if I would get one made with like almond milk it doesn't matter the the pumpkin spice syrup sauce 
has dairy in it enough that it really upsets my stomach. So I, I will have pumpkin spice, pretty much anything else, but I actually can't even have their pumpkin spice lattes. So there you go. Do you remember the picture I sent you a couple days ago? Oh yes. So Jim's, my husband, Jim's aunt Shirley passed away. She was an amazing, amazing woman. And we went down to Rehoboth for her funeral or her celebration of life Mm -hmm. on Saturday. We went early Friday night and hung out with the cousins and Sherry who listens to our podcast every week. Um, we love you, Sherry. She <laughs> left me for a second and went to get ice cream. And she got, of course, pumpkin pie or pumpkin something ice cream. And then she's like, here, Christine, come here. Let me show you this. That is funny. And there's a sign on the, did you see the sign on oh, the yeah, ice cream store window? Like yes. pumpkin is back or whatever. And she, so she's like, take my picture. Or she said, you should take a picture of that and send it to Selena for me. And I was like, get in the picture with your pumpkin ice cream. And we sent that to you. But that was so funny. She Don't yuck her yum. Loved. <laughs> Don't yuck her yum. Oh, my God. Stop that. That's funny. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Where were we? Pumpkin rain. chili. Okay, so I'm making. You're doing okay. So I'm celebrating, right? So I'm mm-hmm. making pumpkin chili tonight. I'm yeah. the only person in the house right now that eats meat. So oh. my mom and my brother are coming over tonight. Aww. And I'm going to make pumpkin chili and I'm probably going to have a glass of wine and I'm making some cornbread Cornbread. and Mm. we are going to cuddle up and get lost in my couch. Couch, Yeah. And it's going to be delightful to find each other. Probably not to be honest with you, Uh but it's just these little things like, okay, we're going to celebrate this today. Why? Because I'm alive and I can. Yeah. Cause you're choosing, choose it, choosing to do it, choose it, be intentional with your intent, with your attention. Yes. What are you noticing right now? Even stop right now in this moment. If you're driving, be careful. Um, but like look around and find something to be to thankful appreciate. for, something to appreciate, something to romanticize, something to find the beauty yes. in. Yes. And you will find you the beauty right in now. more and more every day if you are able to do this. And we want to know what you're finding the beauty in. How are you romanticizing your life? We want to know. So like send us pictures, comment on our posts, leave pictures in there too. We would love to know how you are doing this. Should we tell them about the group? Well, we do have an idea for a group. Go ahead. So we have, many of you are part of our savoring your summer group, Facebook group. Um, And I think we're going to change it to romanticize your fall. Yeah. And we're going to share ideas and um, just come up with ways to romanticize our life during this fall season. And it's going to be, again, we're going to be celebrating the little things and it's going to be interactive. Like we want all of you to take pictures, tell us how you're romanticizing your fall, what you're doing, where you're going. Maybe you're going to a pumpkin patch or you're a maze, or maybe you're just sitting there with a candle and drinking a really awesome pumpkin chai latte or something like that. Um, but yeah. And as you're living your freaking life this week, I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is how yes, you, this live, is how you, you live your freaking, your life. freaking life. Just remember Oscar Wilde's quote. I'm going to read it one more time to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. That is all. So choose not to just exist, but to truly live your freaking life. I don't think he said that last part. That's true. But we did. We did. We did. Choose to live your yes. freaking life. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a it choice. Is. So I'm excited. Yes, me I'm too. I'm actually excited. I, I've got fun stuff planned and, yes. and, and none of it's big stuff. 
And that's the best. That is true. Yes. So yeah, join us in that group. Yeah. We'll share links on socials. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it on Instagram, how you can join. We'll put um, links in our link tree. Yeah. So you can request access to that group. I would say probably within the next week or so. Now, if they're already in the savor your summer group, will they automatically be in? Okay. And I just want to say this for the record too. Uh We're going to have to roll it over into romanticizing your winter because I struggle in winter. This is, this romanticizing is going to be a challenge for me in the Mm, winter to be perfectly honest with you. And for some people it's different seasons, but for me it's that. And so it's going to be a challenge. And so I'm hoping by getting this ball rolling in my brain in the fall, it will make it easier Mm. for me to appreciate the beauty of what is winter. Yeah. Because again, now we've established this thought pattern of looking for things and being right. intentional about our attention and seeing the things so that we can savor the things and that, oh, yep. yes, yep. I love that. Many of us struggle yeah. in the winter time, right? We've got to up our vitamin D yes, and up our game in romanticizing our freaking lives. So let's get this ball rolling and fall. Yes. This is exciting. We can yeah, do this I together. Like this. this is good. Me too. I already feel better. Do you? I do. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was excited when we came in here. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see you all next week. Okay. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.